0: Josephine! How are you? I'm good, how are you?
1: I'm all right.
0: We're in air conditioning so I'm happy.
1: Yeah. Hey, welcome to the podcast. Thank you for having me. Yeah, I haven't seen you here for a long time, I've been waiting. Have you?
0: Yeah. In my house.
1: Just chilling here waiting to record an episode. Excellent. Uh, Before we get started, before I even tell you what this is, I would like to acknowledge the traditional custodians of the land we're recording on today, the Dark and Young People. We pay our respects to their elders past and present and extend that respect to all Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander cultures.
0: That's right. Um, that's Josephine. That's Ruth. And this is my favourite musical. Yes. that's Yes, it. it is. It's a podcast about musicals. <laughs> 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 um, yeah, we haven't been here for a while. Yeah. Life gets in the way, I'm afraid, friends. Yeah. Um, Doesn't it, though? Yeah, it really does.
1: To be fair, I do sit at home a lot. <laughs> <laughs>
0: And, you know, I just love doing like, that. I was still like, oh my God, like researching an episode is such hard work. Do you remember when we did one every week? We used to do a full episode and a mixtape every week. And work full time? Yes. I don't know how. Well, it was the pandemic. It was, it was pandemic. really tricky. Oh, it, the
1: pandemic. And
0: so we had no lives.
1: Yes. I still have no lives, but it was a lot of work. So anyway, you're welcome. <laughs> for us being here recording this podcast, um, we this is probably like the last issue you'll hear of us from a little, for a yeah, little while, yeah. right.
0: Yeah, we've like, got. We're gonna do this one. We're gonna do a mixtape in a few weeks, and a few weeks after that, we're gonna do one final bonus episode, and then, and
1: and then have a little, little
0: little hiatus after that.
1: Yeah, just like a season break. The writers are they're having a rest.
0: That's right. Mm. exactly
1: yeah
0: um but we'll miss you all and hopefully we'll be back someday but it's just life is getting very hectic when we started this we also didn't have like a theater company that we were running yep and now we do children on top of our on top of (laughs) our full-time jobs and kids so yeah it's uh it's life has gotten very crazy but we do love you all who listen.
1: Yeah, thank you for listening. And
0: it's been almost four years that we've been doing this, which is just insane. So proud of us. I know. I am proud of us too. We <laughs> said we were going to do it and we did it. Yay. Um, and we will miss talking about musicals officially on mic and not just in our personal yeah, lives. Yeah, if you
1: miss those conversations so much, you can find Ruth and I, wherever we are, we'll be talking about musicals. That's it informally
0: exactly yeah and come and see curtain bounce shows if you miss us that much
1: yeah if you're near us please. Bounce,
0: our theater company is doing a lot of stuff so come <laughs> and see those
1: shameless plug um so i realized as i was researching that we start off with like what's new in theater yeah. and it's been so long that I went like okay what is actually happening yeah and I know that you because you went to New York recently and you're insufferable about it you will have lots of interesting news but I found it was so funny because um when I went on to Playbill it was like Playbill um you know latest news and the very first like maybe six or seven articles were just like what the fuck like this is the shittest news I've ever oh, seen oh really was it all it was shows just-
0: closing
1: no it was more just like Okay, I'll tell you exactly which one really annoyed me, but it was, like, Sutton Foster starring in Once Upon a Mattress. Yeah. And I was like, what is what is this?
0: Yeah, that at New York City Centre, right? Yeah,
1: and we don't need Sutton Foster in Once Upon a Mattress. Yeah, it's not
0: quite right for her voice,
1: right? It's not. Also, she's way too old. Um, and, like... I don't know. Are there I other mean, people? I,
0: like, let's be clear. We I love, love Sutton. Sutton Foster. We love
1: Sutton Foster. But it's
0: just that after the music band as well, it's like, why do they keep casting her in these roles that she's not like? Yeah, right. Well, and she's about to be Mrs. Lovett, which actually, I'm I interested can in that. Say, yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: And I think, like, for her personally, that would probably be a much more interesting thing to do. But like, I don't know. Once, come on. Yeah. Have you watched – because there's a video of her doing shy.
0: I've only seen, like, ten seconds of it. It's so underwhelming. Yeah. Because you want that, like, huge, brassy, like – And she really
1: doesn't do it.
0: No, she's got that beautiful mixed belt that we've been listening to for – yeah. But, like,
1: at least Sarah Jessica Parker, as rough as she is, had just, like, belted that note.
0: Exactly.
1: Yeah, it was – Anyway, so it was just more underwhelming news like that. Yeah, right. Actually, what I did see that was cool um, is the Harry Potter and the Cursed Child perusal script is available for purchase Uh. for teachers and, like, administrators. No word on when the rights will be released. Yeah. But but you can buy the perusal script. Okay, interesting. Which is cool. But then
0: can't you – isn't it available as a script anyway? Or maybe it's the one-act version.
1: Yeah, well, so this one – is slightly condensed. like So it's not three hours, obviously, for a school to do, but it's the full play.
0: Right. Um, no, it's like the version that is going to be available for that's licensing. Right. right. Exactly, exactly. Yeah.
1: And um, they've sort of – the creators have said like they've added in a lot of ways to make the magic work, which yeah. is cool because that would be really tricky for schools.
0: Yeah. Like
1: I'd be very intimidated. Yeah, that's by. great. Yeah, so that's exciting. Um, They're saying like maybe within a year there'll be productions. Wow. Which is cool.
0: Yeah. It's going yeah. on the road. It's going doing a US tour. Wow, That's that fascinating. Yeah. I'd love to
1: know a bit about the behind the scenes of how that will go on the road. Yeah, because that would be a tough show to mount, like yeah. sort of in new venues every
0: yeah every couple of months. Yeah, exactly. Anyway, we'll interesting, see. very um, interesting. Yeah, I was in New York in December, which was great. Mm. <laughs> you
1: are it. I hate it. I hate you.
0: Um, I saw 13 shows in eight days, I think it <laughs> the was. The stamina required for that, Ruth? Yeah, one of those days I did three shows. Wow. Um, I did – It wasn't one of them really late at night too. That was a different day. Oh, my God. That was I went and saw for the first time the Joe Iconis Christmas Spectacular at 54 <laughs> Below, which I've been wanting to go to for years. I was really excited I got to go. I've seen quite a few.
1: It's the most Ruth show I've ever heard Yes.
0: <laughs> I've seen quite a few of the Joe Iconis and family yeah. shows over the years at different points, but I'd never been in town for the Christmas show, which is like like everyone knows and it's a whole thing. But I saw the 11 p.m. show Cool. because I was like, oh, then I can go and see like. You know An eight o'clock show Beforehand And What I didn't realise When I turned up Because most 54 Below shows Are like an hour Mm. Right And I got there And it was like They're like Just straight out of the bat They're like This is a two and a half hour show What so it didn't finish until 1.30 in the morning. Holy shit. Were you exhausted? I was really tired. And then I had to like walk back to my hotel, like however many blocks, you know. Jeez. Anyway, um
1: I would have been rat shit. Like, yeah. Just absolutely beside myself.
0: So anyway, but that was fun. And then yeah, one of the other days I did a two o'clock matinee, a five o'clock showing of Titanic, which I have to say, so much fun. I
1: love a five o'clock. I really showing. hope
0: that comes to Australia at some point. I've had so is many So good much things. fun. And then at seven o'clock, like uh, it was, um, it was I can get it for you wholesale. Oh yeah, and uh, a classic stage company, and which was really great. But Titanic was supposed to finish. I, I was supposed to have twenty minutes in between mm. to do like a five minute walk. Like it was really close.
1: One of your dogs is one of the dogs is the trying door. to get in the door. We'll, it's pretty cute. We'll let actually. Andrew know. But he's just like I would like to be recording this podcast yeah. with you. <laughs>
0: It must um, be Elton. It must be Elton. He's so needy. <laughs> He's so needy. Um, Yeah. And so basically, yeah. And then Titanic finished literally at five to seven. Oh. If that. Like it was very close to seven o'clock. So you just so sprinted. So ran <laughs> to the next um theatre. And luckily they often start a few minutes late. Yeah.
1: But, but you were that person. I
0: was that person just like running the streets of... <laughs> New York.
1: I, what I love, I love so many things about you, but like my anxiety would never have let me book a five o'clock and a seven o'clock show. Just never. Yeah. No, never, ever.
0: It was, quite, it was quite stressful at the time, <laughs> I have to say, because I hate being late. Yes, like, and, it's the um, worst. Yeah, so anyway, it was – it was but I got there, and I got there before the show started in the end. Um, but, yeah, and I did um, – I also did quite a few days of two shows. One of the ones was I went to the public theatre to see Hell's Kitchen, which is the Alicia Keys mm. uh, sort of jukebox musical, but she kind of – it was sort of about her life, if you will, her, her childhood in Hell's Kitchen, which was quite good. It's going to Broadway um some great performances especially the girl that plays young um alicia Alicia, ali they call her um she was fantastic yeah and um shoshana bean played her mom and um it was a good um and you love her well it was a good role for her voice because she loves that r&b kind of music it does really suit her yeah exactly so um but basically uh That was on. And then Natalie Weiss, who we all know from her breaking down the riffs and her vocal coaching and stuff. But if
1: you don't, go YouTube. Oh my God. Yeah.
0: We have talked about her many times. She's incredible. Mm. Um, She was literally doing a concert, same thing, in the same building directly after. And same thing, like it was supposed to, again, it finished late. And I was like, I'm going to miss the first. No, the concert started late. So (laughs) I didn't miss anything. And it was. um, Serendipity. she, She was incredible like she really is her, she's flawless her technique is yeah. just out of this world it was it was honestly amazing yeah. i just love her voice so much um it's just
1: really t- it's really nice that obviously obviously most professional performers are working on their craft all the time but she's very open about like constantly working on her technique yeah, and exactly. improving it and maintaining it she'll like show videos
0: of how she works through us like yeah. coach herself through a song yeah. and stuff. it's like, amazing she's so good um, but I have to say the number one show I saw was Sharked. Yeah. Um, it was so good. If it comes to you anywhere near you at any point, please go and see it because it was so funny. I mean, one mm. of the funniest shows I've ever seen and just like had a lot of heart. And mm. yeah, honestly, great show. I really hope even if it doesn't end up having like a long professional life that at least it gets done a lot in in amateur. Yeah societies because it was just it was it kind of reminded me of like seeing spelling bee for the first time in that it was just so funny yeah and like In a way that you've never seen before. Yeah. So, yeah, I just really hope it has a long life. And it's a shame it closed so early. I I think it closed a couple of weeks ago now. Yeah, bummer. On Broadway. So, yeah, there's quite a few shows that have announced their closing Mm -hmm. since we last recorded. Kimberly Akimbo and some of the newer ones like Harmony and How to Dance in Ohio. No
1: one has any money.
0: That's it. No one's got any money. And also it's just really expensive to do a Broadway show, you know. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, anyway. Um New York was great. I loved mm, it as always.
1: I'm so glad you got to go. Yeah, me too. Yay. Me too. Oh,
0: and of course I saw the final Suntime show, which was the reason for the trip, really. Yeah. Um, here we are. Uh it was just the name. And it was I knew going in, everyone had said it's batshit crazy. Yeah. Like just know that it's gonna be very surreal and you know, it's based on these surrealist films. Yeah. And, and it had it sort was, of like
1: anyone can whistle like As I was reading about, I was like, oh, yeah, it's sort of weird like that. Yeah.
0: And it was like – it was definitely his most surreal (laughs) thing. But it was great. Yeah. There's, like, no music from, like, maybe a a quarter of the way into Act 2 for the rest of the show. I would have cried at what that meant. Yes. And I think they kind of took it as, like, a – yes, he stopped writing, but also – Kind of It kind of wor- became a play anyway. Mm. So that was sort of interesting. Yeah, yeah, it was. But I really enjoyed it. And the cast was totally stacked. Like,
1: Of course. Yeah,
0: it was ridiculous, the cast. Mm. But yeah, so that was great. So, including our sweet Stephen Pasquale.
1: Who I just love so dearly. Yeah.
0: Mm. Yeah. And, um, you know, David Hyde Heim- Pierce and yeah. like, just ridiculous cast. It's
1: far out. Yeah, it was. It sounds like a good trip. How does it compare to your previous New York trip? mm In terms of like quality of shows, or well, the previous one was a bit
0: strange because it was sort of all these shows opening up after COVID, so there Mm. wasn't necessarily a lot to see yet.
1: But it was your Merrily trip.
0: That well, that was amazing.
1: Yeah, yeah. And you do love Merrily.
0: I do, I do. It was Merrily and And Into the Woods. Yeah,
1: that's right. Yeah,
0: and and this was Here We Are and Sweeney in the end. I saw the Sweeney revival, which I did enjoy.
1: Who was in it when you saw
0: it? It was Josh Groban and Annalie Ashford. Yeah, so they hadn't finished yet. Um, And they were great. Um, Annalie
1: Ashford is a good choice.
0: Yeah, she was great. I think I said to you – so I love Annalie Ashford. In fact, Josephine doesn't like her nearly as much as I do normally – uh, and she was great. But the only thing is she kind of does the same thing every time she's in a comedic role. So it was kind of like I was seeing her Kinky Boots character yeah. be Mrs. Lovett in a way. Yeah. Like she does this kind of quirky Yeah, it's, all, it's like
1: the and, Kristen Chenoweth sort of yeah. effect.
0: And I like think. it works, don't get me wrong. But yeah, but it's just her. It's like once you've seen it. And the funny thing is when she's in a more serious role, she's not like that. Mm. So actually I've seen it. Like I loved her as Dot mm. in Sunday. And but. You know, I, I, yeah, so it was just kind of a funny thing. So she was great. And she's so funny. Yeah. Um, and I think Josh Groban's voice was perfect for it. Um, <laughs> Josephine's making a face at me. I like Josh Groban personally. Um, but you know, like the. Um, so boring. The Pirelli was excellent. Like the, some of the supporting cast were really good too. So um, yeah. It was I love also, Sweeney Todd. I mean, so do I. It's like, a great show. Great show.
1: Yeah. Oh, sometime. Mm. You're so clever. Should we talk about a far inferior musical than Sweetie Yeah, I mean, the
0: only other thing I was going to mention is there's a show that I didn't get to see. It only just opened Days of Wine and Roses. That oh, Adam yes, Gettle, I was going to talk about this. Yeah, Adam Gettle, and it's got Kelly O'Hara and Brian Darcy James. It, anyway, James, the yeah. cast recording is out uh, and is on Spotify and worth a listen. Yeah. Yeah, th- that was my only other.
1: You know what I love? As I was reflecting on, because I read that article, I was like, yeah, wow, and then the Sutton Foster thing, and I was like, yeah, okay, so Broadway is not really a victim of ageism. The way that, like, Hollywood is? No, it's really not, is it? Because, like, okay, Brian Darcy James and Kelly O'Hara, insane, incredible, right? But, like, yeah. is there anyone else?
0: <laughs> is there anyone else? Oh, yeah, I know what you mean. But also, so good. So
1: good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I sound like I'm complaining, but I'm not.
0: No. Because I love them. Yes. Um. Yeah, shall we talk about a show? Have they
1: ever been in a show together before? I
0: don't think so, hey. No,
1: I'm just trying to think. Because that's a good pairing of voices, I Oh, no, I yeah.
0: I was about to say Wild Party, but she wasn't in Wild Party. Imagine if she I was. I know, it's so not right <laughs> for her voice.
1: That would have been funny. Yeah.
0: Uh, I don't know. None that, none that I'm aware no, of. No, no. Well, was she in Sweet Smell of Success? That was oh. that's, that's a deep cut, but...
1: That is a deep cut. She it might
0: does, I, I, mm. Yeah. I
1: wonder if there's that, like, seven degrees of separation for Broadway stars, where I could be like... Do you Miranda? mean six degrees? <laughs> no, you know the seven degrees of Kevin Bacon?
0: It's six degrees. <laughs> what are you talking about? Are you drunk? <laughs> I thought it was no. Like like the movie Six Degrees of Separation that then became Six Degrees of Kevin Bacon. I
1: thought it was the seven degrees of Kevin Bacon because he's the first one and then the rest is like... <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's <Are> you... <laughs> six.
1: <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. That's
0: funny. I hope you've said that in many contexts and people have been like, is she adding a degree?
1: Oh my God, I love that. Yeah. Maybe like because I play it often, to see how far away from Kevin Bacon I am. Maybe I'm seven degrees from Kevin Bacon. Yeah,
0: you're just one more. Oh,
1: damn. I don't even make it in the game. (laughs) Is there a six degrees, like, app? Oh, there probably is. Six degrees of Broadway. Let's find out.
0: Um, But, yeah, I mean, yeah, God. I mean, they've both been in a lot of shows, so...
1: Anyway, it doesn't really matter. Yes,
0: we love them. We love them. Adam Gettle, slightly problematic views politically. It's such a shame. But Light in the Piazza is (laughs) beautiful.
1: Yeah. Look, even Nazis made good shit, right? I
0: know. I know, Ruth. She's problematic today. Yes. Um, Shall we talk about, and we're doing this show, you'll have seen the title, because (laughs) mostly because there's a movie that's just come out.
1: And it was requested by a listener. It's true. We take requests.
0: Shout out to Wendy, one of our biggest fans. Yeah. Um, Yeah. It was so cool
1: that you could catch up with her. I know. Hi, Wendy.
0: Um, We are talking about Mean Girls. Mean Girls. Which, as we record this, the movie is probably kind of just finishing up at the cinemas.
1: And boy, is it buzzing.
0: Well, to be fair, though, it's done quite well box office wise. Because
1: people are going and then they're talking shit about it
0: afterwards. I feel like that doesn't normally happen.
1: Well, I just think. Also, it's a very slow movie season, though. Yeah. Maybe that's part of it.
0: Yeah. But I, I know that certainly the first weekend it was out and maybe the second it was the number one movie in America. Wow. So maybe they just got lucky that they weren't releasing around the same time as any like Marvels or whatever. Yeah, You know? Or yeah. another Fast and the Furious film or whatever. There
1: is another one coming out. Is there? I saw an ad for
0: I it. I haven't seen any since the first one.
1: I haven't seen the first one. Oh, really? Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and that was like I was a teenager, I think. Oh,
1: Jesus.
0: Yeah. Well, Paul Walker was still alive. Let's be honest. Oh, that yeah, way. that's true. Yeah. Well, of
1: course. Um. So, yeah, it makes sense to talk about it now. Yeah. It, yeah. It's not one of our favourite musicals, though.
0: No. I'm a huge fan of the original yes. film. Yes. Obviously, though. Oh, yeah. So, like, I, you know, I wrote, like, like pretty much everyone born in the late 80s, yes. like that movie is like seminal.
1: It's, and it's also so good. It's so, so good. good. Uh, so Shane hadn't seen it, right? So he and what? Reagan watched it like, like two weeks ago. Oh my God. Because Shane was like, no, I've never seen Mean Girls. I said, but how haven't you seen Mean Girls? It's such a good film. It's so clever. And Tina Fey, like, we. Tina
0: Fey. We we adore adore Tina Tina Fey. Like, who wouldn't? Everything she touches, I will watch. Yeah. Honestly. Like, I just think she's a literal genius. She
1: is a literal genius. Yeah. Genius. My God. Anyway, I've never been into the musical, though.
0: No. And it was funny. So I saw. (laughs) Josephine hates this. I saw the first ever Broadway preview of this show. (laughs) That's me flexing again. Um, But. It just happened to be when I was seeing it. I was in New York and that was the performance I booked for, um, which was a really fun audience to be a part of. It would have like, been, yeah. You know, the, was it rough the and fans ready? were gonna, going to crazy, huh?
1: Was it rough and ready though, the
0: show? It was, yeah. No, they'd done They're done. their out of town and no, it was ready to go. Mm. I think I've read since that, like, I don't know if you noticed on the, like, song listings that the Someone Gets Hurt reprise used to close the first act. yes. And they've taken that out now, yeah. so I assume I saw that. And oh that's yeah, not, you would have. Yeah, that's not the case anymore.
1: Yeah, interesting.
0: Um, it's just part of fearless now.
1: What was your like initial reaction to it? I
0: just remember it being fun. Yeah, and that I didn't really like take a lot away from it, but that I had a good time.
1: Did you feel like it was a truthful representation of the film? I think
0: it is. I think it's just, and we can get more into this. I just think it's a shame that the songs aren't better. Yes. And also that they well, that they're not like uniformly better. Like I yes. think that there are some good songs in the show. Yeah. But only like a handful mm. and not like the whole score. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I yeah. think that's fair. Yeah. I don't think it's a good representation of the film. Oh, really? But we can get into that. Yeah, okay. Um, and I don't think there are a handful of good
0: songs. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway. All right, let's start. start let's <laughs> tell us what it's about.
1: Okay. I think you should actually know the plot or just go and watch the original film. Like it's really They good. haven't changed
0: much, right?
1: No, they haven't changed much. There's just like obvious things that have to change for the um, stage. Anyway, we they open – They set it now. They set it now. That's yeah. right. Which is, yeah, fine because to me it's timeless. Like there's a couple of references in the film that you'll be like, oh, that's early 2000s. Yeah. But it's fairly timeless. It's just set now. So there's more phones and social media and yeah. shit. Yeah. Um, we open with Janice and Damien. That doesn't happen in the film. But anyway, Janice and Damien introduce the audience to Katie Heron, um, prefacing that there is like a cautionary tale coming. So they do break the fourth wall. Um, they sing at you and they're sort of our not very consistent narrators. Katie has just moved to Ohio from Kenya and she finds it hard to fit into this very clicky school. Um, but Janice and Damien befriend her and show her the ropes. Um She's enthralled by the plastics very quickly. So they are Regina George, Gretchen Wieners and Karen Smith who invite her to eat lunch with them for the week. So they're just like, they're the mean girls. They're the bitchy, pink-wearing, popular girls. Um, And we find out there's some bad history between Regina and Janice. I'm just going to fly through this because everyone knows this plot, right? Um, So meanwhile, Katie is like a bit of a maths whiz. She's very smart. She meets um, Aaron Samuels in like AP Calculus, which is like an advanced maths for those Australians amongst us. Um, she develops this like Insta crush on him and decides to act stupid around him so that he'll pay her more attention. We love that for Classic. a teenage girl. Yeah. yeah. Janice tells Katie about her history with Regina, which is pretty gnarly. So Regina's just like a bad bully. They used to be friends and Regina was a bitch. Um, and the three friends, so that's Damien, Katie and Janice, decide to get revenge on Re- Regina by eroding her power at school. There's a whole like there's stuff that they do. Anyway, Regina declines um, and it means that Katie becomes quite popular and she gradually sort of melds into the worlds of of the plastics becoming just as vacuous as them. Regina doesn't give up though. She writes in their burn book, which is this book of like awful insults of every girl at their school. It's so mean. Oh my God. Um, anyway, so Regina writes in there that Regina is a fugly cow and then she distributes copies of the burn book to everyone at school. So it looks like she didn't write it. Um, the only people not mentioned in it are Katie, Gretchen and Karen. There's this assembly where each student is confronted about their bullying and bitching. Uh, great moment for Tina Fey in the movie and subsequent movie musical. Regina is furious. She storms out and gets hit by a bus. <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny. Um, anyway, things then explode, obviously. Katie is suspended, has to confront her terrible behavior. She does, and she starts to make amends, including joining the mathletes, like making extra credit, I think. And she makes up with Regina. Um, everyone learns a lesson, and Katie, Janice, and Damien reunite. She gets the boy as well. Yeah. I've missed heaps of stuff. Like Regina and Aaron used to be together and there's all this other stuff and there's a weird plot line about Regina gaining weight and there's all this other stuff but that's the general gist. I think having
0: um, Janice and Damien as the narrators, that's probably quite a good like stage device.
1: Yeah, it makes sense. Like they've got to have something there. Yeah. um, And they're good narrators. It's just not used consistently enough in the musical for me. Yeah, that's That's probably true.
0: Yeah, like it kind of – it just know. peters out. Yeah, exactly. Like so, they just kind of become characters.
1: Yeah. So like if you're going to do that, then use them. Use yeah. them as a device. Yeah,
0: exactly. But they don't. Um, so Mean Girls is a musical with a book by Tina Fey, lyrics by Nell Benjamin and music by Jeff Richmond. It's based on the 2004 film, the same name as we just discussed, uh, which was also written by Tina Fey and was inspired by Rosalind Wiseman's 2002 book, Queen Bees and Wannabes. Yeah. Um, in terms of the writers, of course, Tina Fey is a legendary comedy writer and performer. Um, Jeff Richmond is her husband um, and he writes the original scores for a lot of Fey's projects. Like he was the music director at SNL. Mm. He wrote um, on 30 Rock for a long time and he also wrote um, for Un- Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt. I think he wrote the theme song.
1: Yeah, I think he did too. Yeah, which
0: of course everyone knows. It's amazing. Um and we have talked about lyricist Nell Benjamin once before when we covered *Legally Blonde*, yeah, uh, which she wrote the lyrics to with her husband Lawrence O'Keefe. Um, they've actually written quite a few shows together, yeah, but. Um, but- none have been anywhere near as successful as Legally Blonde or her work on this, basically. Yeah. I
1: would say Legally Blonde is their best work and her certainly cleverest work. Yes,
0: I agree. Yeah. I agree. And he has then written also written musicals with other people. Yeah. Like Bat Boy, I That's think, right. is him and someone else. And yeah, there's and Heathers as well. Oh, I forgot that he Yeah. Um, and you can kind like, of, like when I talk that, about actually. all those shows, Legally Blonde, Heathers, like... Um and we'll talk about it a bit more later but like you can kind of see what Mean Girls was trying to do yeah. and didn't really quite achieve. Um so basically the show had an out of town um tryout at the National Theater in Washington DC in October 2017 ran there till December and it then began previews on Broadway at the August Wilson Theater on March 12th 2018 officially opening on April 8th 2018. Uh, It was nominated for 12 Tony Awards at the 2018 Tony's and won zero. Yeah. Which is rough. Like 12 nominations. Um, So that year the nominees for Best Musical were Mean Girls, Frozen.
1: It's like, um, what was the show? Fuck, this is such a side note. Better Call Saul. Did you see that? It's had like 50 something. Oh, really? um, Like Emmy nominations. Emmy nominations and not won a thing. Oh,
0: really? I've never watched the show. I want to. (gasps) I love Breaking Bad.
1: Yeah, love, um, love Bob yeah,
0: yeah, um love Bob Adenkirk. Yeah. So, yeah, so the, the nominees that you were Mean Girls, Frozen, Spongebob and The Band's Visit, which won mm. Best Musical and won, like, everything that year. Yeah. Really um, the only award that I sort of feel like they should have maybe taken off The Band's Visit was Best Book, which they did win the Drama Desk and Outer Critics Circle for, but – they won those two awards and that was like kind of their only awards, the entire award season, like Mm. that, those best book ones. Um, I just think, I do think it was like, I know that it's just copying an an already excellent screenplay, but it's still I still think it was like maybe a better crafted book than The Band's Visit was.
1: Yeah, interesting. I wonder if there's some sort of reluctance to on a book that has already sort of been celebrated in other ways, mm. like in terms of the original film. Yeah, it's possible. Um, but I tend to agree with you. Like, it's the best part of the yes, whole musical. I think so
0: too. And it, and again, like when we get to the movie adaptation, mm. the musical movie adaptation of the musical. <laughs> um it is probably it's the best part of that as well like Correct. the stuff that's in there from the original film yeah are the funniest lines in the current yeah. film you know yeah. so um due to the COVID-19 pandemic um the show halted performances on March 11th 2020 and it was later announced sort of much later January 7th 2021 that it was closing permanently mm. after 833 performances so that didn't happen to too many musicals. No. But it happened to them and it happened to Frozen. Um, that, there wasn't much else, I don't think. No. But, I... yeah, it was a shame. Um, yeah. That would have been very hard, that I would think, have been. for the cast and and everything just to be like, oh, well, no, we're Sorry. never doing it again. Now come in and clean out your dressing room, you know.
1: And they're all so young. Yeah, exactly.
0: <laughs> um, there's been two US tours, one equity and one non-equity. Um I saw, by the way, this is a total side note, but I saw a really funny meme today that was like the producers of the non-equity tour of um, of uh, Legally Blonde, I think it was, are kind of missing the point. Like just about like, or was it something? No, Newsies, sorry. Newsies, of course. The producers oh of the non-equity gosh. tour of, of Newsies That's are kind so of missing ironic. the point. Like <laughs> so funny anyway. Ugh. Not Legally Blonde. Silly. Um a West End production was supposed to open in 2021 but was cancelled due to COVID. A uh, production is now scheduled to play at the Savoy Theatre beginning in June 2024. Oh, interesting. Which I kind of went, oh, is that still happening? And I Googled it and, yep, yeah, it's still happening. But Jeez. there's no casting or anything been announced yet. So I don't know who's going to be in it. But that's quite soon.
1: Yeah, that is soon. Yeah. Um,
0: so that'll that'll be interesting. I'm interested should see if the film, the new film hurts or helps them.
1: Yeah. You know what I mean? At least it's like recent buzz around the name exactly if nothing else
0: and then uh, as we discussed a film film adaptation of the musical was released in theaters on january 12 2024 by paramount pictures Mm. um you you want to talk about
1: well i just like so we recently saw this the movie musical right together yeah and so ruth and i knew it was the musical because i don't know like how did we know we just knew that it was a musical,
0: right? Well, we knew it was an adaptation of the musical.
1: Yeah, and obviously, lots of people didn't know that. <laughs> but then,
0: what did they think it was? Just a remake?
1: Honestly, yes. Like, have you seen all of these, like, all of the reels and shit about it? Yeah, about people who are like, "What the fuck is this? Like, why are they singing?"
0: <laughs> yeah, and like, I've heard one. I've seen. I've seen a clip where. I can't remember what song it is, but they start singing and the whole audience Yeah, just like groans. groans.
1: So uh, something has got like, okay, it was a great idea in theory. Clearly it wasn't made obvious that the recent release was an adaptation of the musical. Yeah. And that feels like...
0: Apparently they're calling it Wonkering. Apparently Wonka was... Which is oh. only quite recent. I feel like they've been doing it for much longer than this. But apparently Wonka was... Just when all the ads did not have any singing in it, right? Okay,
1: but there is no other Wonka film that doesn't have singing. Every Wonka yes, film that's been made exactly. has singing. Yes. Every
0: single one. And it's all new songs, apparently. I haven't seen it. Um, but Isn't it?
1: It's a prequel? I haven't seen it either. No, I haven't
0: seen it. I don't know. It's
1: not like the remake of the... No. But they're both
0: musicals. They're all musicals. The ones that exist are all musicals. But yes, the first trailer, certainly the first trailer for this movie just had... Literally zero singing in it. So
1: when I saw the Colour Purple trailer, I was like, oh, they are going hard on making it very clear that this is a musical. Yeah. Because what the fuck? Yeah. Really? Did you think that they were remaking Mean
0: Girls the movie? It's weird. Why
1: would they do that? Yeah. Mm.
0: So anyway, very strange. So yes, this movie has just come out. We've just seen it.
1: Okay. But also to be fair, it wasn't good.
0: But don't you feel like at the time we walked out and we went, oh yeah?
1: Yeah. Like we weren't but then like, we straight away had a conversation that when when we were like, Oh no, there were heaps of issues with
0: it. Yeah. I think I think the hard thing is, like I'm I'm sure you're the same. I love that original movie so much. So much. So of course, like I still laughed at a lot of the moments that were so funny in the original movie.
1: Yeah, but it lost it also lost a lot of the charm. Like all those moments that were funny were not funny as funny again. Yeah. They just because well, you're not be. you're
0: not seeing them for the first time for one no, thing. No, no. I will say I think that the Broadway people that they cast were very good. Like yep. I, I think that Renee Rapp was a great Regina. I think Jaquel, is it Spivey?
1: Sp- oh yeah, yeah,
0: was great as Damien. And I think that well, I don't know if we call Oli Cravalho like a a Broadway person, no. but she's like a musical, a musical person. person. She was Moana, right? Yeah. Um, and they
1: were great. They were fine. They were,
0: I thought all three of those were really good.
1: I actually would say like the cast were okay. I thought Renee Rapp was definitely a standout. Tina Fey was excellent. Um, yes. Yeah, so Tina just...
0: Fey and um, the principal. Yeah. What is oh his God, name? I'm he's forgetting. from SNL. He's, he's so good. Oh, God. He's
1: so famous too.
0: Uh, Tim Meadows. Tim
1: Meadows. Yeah. They reprised their roles yes. and they were fantastic. Um But the rest were just like, they were fine. Yeah. They were really fine. Well,
0: I think... Katie, who was this gorgeous little Australian actress yeah. um, who was in Mayor of East Town, and she's been in some other stuff. Yep. Um, just was they very much make – because she is more the main character of the movie than she is the, the musical. That's right. Um, the all the other characters get a lot more to do in the musical than than they do in the film. Yeah, and and so because she was kind of like they kind of made her the main character again, mm. and she was by far the weakest singer definitely and they really like and just not like a broadway voice no so her voice was just not right for the songs,
1: and they just also weirdly there's a whole nother point but they weirdly just like rewrote new songs um and in bad ways like you know that thing that they do for musical adaptations where they add in new songs and you're like but the originals were superior yeah and this is now a shit thing that you've put in place of a good thing yes why do they do that
0: i know i think of the one of the most egregious for me is that one in beauty and the beast that replaced uh, um if i loved her, uh, if i can't love her right yeah is that the song yeah yep. Um, which is a beautiful song god and it's like evermore or whatever it's evermore, called fuck. is that what it's called yeah the
1: one that they added to Lay mis as well as like well, why yes. like what the fuck
0: that's right.
1: It's just weird shit
0: like they that. Do, they do it so they can get nominated for a Best Song Oscar.
1: Yeah, but you've actually got to write a good film. song. Yeah. That's the trick.
0: Yeah, which you know the only one that did that successfully? That
1: Lynn one, wasn't it? Lynn's that he wrote for.
0: God. Oh, I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, no,
1: you go.
0: I was going to say Evita. If, um, oh yeah, of course. Uh, with um, um,
1: you must love me. You must me? love me, which, which is, is now in the song. show. Yeah.
0: Beautiful song. Yeah. I mean, that's like the only time that's been done successfully.
1: Yeah. What am I thinking of? <sighs>
0: like a remake of something.
1: Yeah, where Lynn added a song to something. Well, was what, it Little was Mermaid? It? Maybe.
0: I haven't really listened to. I haven't seen the the the. He newest. didn't add
1: anything to Tick Tick Boom, did he?
0: Well, not him.
1: No, he I just mean, used it, they stuff just that used, Jonathan Larson yeah, had already exactly. written. What am I think maybe?
0: So obviously that wouldn't be qualified because it wasn't. It has to be written for the film.
1: I must be thinking of Mary Poppins then. Anyway, oh, maybe. it doesn't really matter. Yeah, it becomes very clear to me if you're watching the movie musical that the issue with the musical generally is that the lyrics and the music don't align with the genius of Tina Fey, I think. Yeah. So when you say like there's only a handful of good songs, I think it goes further than that. I think the lyrics are not clever enough. Yeah. I think it's too Broadway. It loses a lot of its satire and cleverness. But it's Broadway
0: in like a pastiche sense. Like it's not. Yeah. It's like it's. This And this has always been my biggest gripe. And so I think you you went through a similar thing to me where like we watched the movie, we were like, eh. Hmm. We, we, we could tell at the time it was very under-orchestrated for some yes. reason, which is insane. doesn't make like, any sense. Like you're making a movie have fucking 150 members of the orchestra. Like, like I don't why understand. Why is the original
1: Broadway cast recording better orchestrated yes. than the film? When you so have, much better. When you have endless resources to draw from, yeah. why you shit sparse orchestrations? It, in fact...
0: <laughs> Literally like I went back and listened part of you know, to, to record today, but also just generally after I watched the movie and I was like Oh, this is so much better. So much better. And like everyone is just so much more dynamic yeah. and energetic yeah. and the, it just sounds better. It's like mixed better. It's
1: like the film is like tinny. Yeah. It sounds like empty. you were in an empty, like what were you? Yeah.
0: And and all over TikTok are these comparisons, particularly um, of when Katie's singing. Yeah. And Erica Henningsen has this like beautiful, bright voice as well. Yeah. A lot of energy to it. And it, she was the original Katie.
1: And she was so good. And she
0: was so good, and then they're playing it with this um, Australian girl, and it's like and gory, Rice, and gory is that is, gory? Yeah, and yeah. gory? Yeah, and and like it's just so it's dead so dead, and,
1: empty. Yeah, like empty. it's not just that she has a weak voice. Like we're not talking about like Anne Hathaway and Lay Mis here. We're talking about like she's got nothing. Like yeah. there's nothing there. Yeah,
0: exactly. Oh, but and then and then so like so that so I was kind of like oh okay is this show good? Like, Mm. cause I'm comparing it to the movie and I'm really enjoying it. It's better than the movie. It's definitely better than the movie. But the thing that always annoyed me with the show and it still annoys me is that it's like, and and look, to be fair, I think Jeff Richmond really loves musicals. And I think that Mm. that is clear. Mm. Um, Like he, it was, but it was like someone trying to write a musical. It wasn't, nothing was rooted in character or in, and particularly it was like someone trying to write A late 2010s. Yep. Everyone is belting to the high heavens the entire time for no reason. Just screaming. Screaming. The whole time. You are so lucky that Renee Rapp has the voice that she does and Taylor Louderman had the voice that she does. (laughs) Yes. when they played Regina because it's
1: like it's so unnecessary. unhuman it's to write those parts. It's the time. And even Katie, like yeah. even, even her beginning song when she's still in Africa, you're like, well, why are you belting? Yeah. Why are you yelling at me? Where,
0: where's the like character development that means you yeah. need to reach that fever pitch kind this of thing? This is exactly
1: the issue and I think that's what was lost is that there was no harmony between the book and the music. Yes, America's. right. None whatsoever. Yeah. That's the primary issue with the musical. Yeah. Yeah. And it was, it became so clear in the film. Yeah. That, like, oh no, you've missed the whole point of Mean Girls. Yeah, yeah.
0: And also, I mean, I remember watching the show and being like, because th- of course, Casey Nicolor was the director, who is a genius and the choreographer, I think, or maybe just the director, but he loves putting like six tap numbers in a show. Ugh. And it's just like, just unnecessary. Like, yeah. the dance numbers were kind of unnecessary. Yeah. Like, I just, it,
1: it, Unless the, you're doing Jingle Bell Rock, like what's yeah, the
0: point? Exactly, exactly. <laughs> and so, oh. yeah, there was just like whole tap breaks and stuff that I was like, guys, don't get me wrong, these people on on stage are killing it. Yeah, great. But it's, it doesn't serve the story. No, you know? it
1: really. It it's just like it wanted to be legally blonde and it
0: couldn't. Yeah. Legally Blonde is a much better show and a much better adaptation of that film. It
1: it might even be better than the original film. Like the musical is so good. I
0: know what you mean. And
1: the music is so good for the story. And it's
0: adapted so well. That's right. Like they've taken the source material and really worked it well. But this
1: one, no. There was no consideration given to what
0: the source material was trying to do. And yet – Mean Girls financially actually recouped its investment, well, it was which I was my, sort of surprised yeah, at. Yeah, me too. Maybe because it was pre I, – I don't think it would happen now post-COVID. No. Because um, just the shows cost so much more to I put on. I think it would be
1: a much cheaper show to put on Mean Girls than Legally Blonde.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah. Just in terms of like set changes set and stuff. And yeah. Yeah. Well, probably by that stage they were using things like LED wall. Like yeah. I think the set had a lot of screens as yeah. well. Yeah. Which obviously is a big upfront cost but like, you know, mm. that and that's it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I think Legally Blonde did not, definitely didn't make its money back on Broadway. I don't think it was considered a financial success.
1: It was a tough season though.
0: It was too. And it was the financial crisis, yes, right? Yes. Yeah. So, so yeah. like to be fair. Yeah. Ten, yeah. 10 years between them as well. Yeah. It's a yeah. long time. Yeah. It's,
1: it's interesting and tricky because, um, I'm, I just love when people see musicals, like go see musicals. It's great. And support Tina Fey. That's awesome. But like, it's not very good. Yeah. There's, there's not really, I think, a, a good way to consume Mean Girls unless it's the original film.
0: Yeah. And also, like, I do think, like, a couple of the songs stand alone and can be done, like, in a concert or whatever.
1: Well, my thing is just that um, What's-His-Name is amazing. Oh, what is her name? Wilbert. Oh,
0: Barrett Wilbert-Weed. Barrett Wilbert-Weed. Yeah. God, she's good. So she, she's and, of in... course, she's also Veronica in Heather's. Yeah, so
1: she's the original Janice. Yeah. Um, And she nails it. Yeah. She's amazing.
0: Yeah. I've got a few fun facts for us to talk about. Oh, yeah, tell me. Um, So there was a couple of um, notable replacements in that original Broadway cast. (laughs) The one being – I don't – obviously, like, this is not our target age group, but Sabrina Carpenter was this massive Disney Channel star, and she's a big pop star now. She played Katie – for two performances before COVID hit. Oh my god. And that's it. It's her Broadway debut, like
1: two performances. Two performances
0: and then COVID hit. So that's all she got. Isn't that crazy? That's really sad. And then of course we've mentioned Renee Rapp, who has gone on to play Regina in the film. She took over from Taylor Lauderman as the from the original Regina. Mm. She, it's a great story because, you know, we've talked about the Jimmy Awards many times. Yes. Yeah. Um and her and oh my god, I'm going to forget his name, but he's he went on to be Evan Hansen as well, like oh, yeah. Andrew. Oh, anyway, you'll uh, yeah, if you look it up. Um. Uh. Anyway, they were both they won that year the 2018 Jimmy Awards, which is the National High School Musical Theater Awards in in America.
1: Andrew Barth. That's it. Andrew
0: Barth Feldman. That's it. So, um, <clears throat> he was in the Joe Iconis Christmas show that I just saw. he was fantastic. <laughs> um. They were the, the male and female winners That's so of the cool. Jimmy Awards that year. And they both went both into Broadway shows the next year. But
1: they're just fantastic. They're
0: so talented. Anyway, I just – but and they're both like now film stars as well. Like yeah. he was in that big movie with Jennifer Lawrence, No Hard Feelings. Oh, yeah. Yeah, like it's like they're like legit, you know. Um, I just thought I'd mention that the book it's based on, Queen Beings and Wannabes, is a literal self-help book. Like that's kind of crazy, isn't it? That they just (laughs) took this. So literally it was written for parents of teenage girls and focuses on the ways in which girls in high schools form cliques and on handling patterns of aggressive behaviour. Jesus, Like it's a literal self-help book that apparently Tina Fey read and was like, I think this could be a good movie. And then she literally just made up the story and kind of based it on her like high school experience.
1: I um, saw a great interview recently where she was like, I use... Um, my brother's best friend's name was Glenn Coco yeah. and I've like ruined his life so I,
0: I've got a few notes about that o- almost all the characters are named yeah. after real people so like um, Katie Heron is named after Tina Fey's college roommate Katie Gary <laughs> Damien is named after her high school friend Damien Holbrook who went on to become a writer for TV Guide hmm. and then yeah Glenn Coco's named and then like he now works as a film editor in LA like yeah. anyway Janice I, I did occurred to me that Janice's name was Janice Ian but Janice Ian is of course a very famous singer from like yeah. the 1970s yeah and she was one of the musical guests on the very first Saturday Night Live episode <laughs> but it is funny to just I love that Tina Fey is just her. like I've got nothing and then they played at 17 in yeah. the original film like just <laughs> literally calling her Janice. it's funny um the directors of the film of the new film are Samantha Jane and Arturo Perez Jr um I just, I just thought because it was like they didn't have like, I couldn't click on them in Wikipedia, right? Oh, right. Like, and they are like mostly m- music video makers, I think. Oh. They work together and this yeah, was okay. their very first feature film. And, and there was a few things I was like, that makes sense. Yeah, I get that. Yeah. yeah. And also, I don't know, like the way we were so underwhelmed with the music, mm-hmm. I wonder if that's almost to do with them being in that like modern music kind it. of, yeah. I don't know, like a different. It's not – it's definitely like, not, like, a Broadway sound. Yeah. And I wonder if that's got to do with them. I'm completely, you know, speculating. Guessing. But yeah. um, I also just wanted to mention, like, while we're talking about Tina Fey, um, if you have never read her book, Bossy Pants, oh, it's so it good. is so good. And there was a time when um, she was – when she was – because, uh, God, we're, you know, we're showing our age here. But, like, when Sarah Palin was the vice presidential candidate <laughs> with um, with Bush – was yeah, it with
1: Bush? Yeah,
0: yeah, and um, or around that time anyway, and she um, she looks Tina Fey looks a lot like Sarah Palin, yeah, and so she was I think shooting Thirty Rock, but also going back and like
1: and was Amy Pollard doing Hillary at the same time? I think was she that, was, yeah, I think that yeah.
0: anyway. Um, it was like she was on a, she was shooting a scene for Thirty Rock with Oprah Winfrey in it, right? And she was just so tired because she was, like, also a mum. Yeah. Like, a new mum, I think. Yeah, yeah. And all this sort of thing. And Oprah Winfrey was kind of like, maybe you should take a – Right. Kind of thing. And um, and she, she just has this line in the book where she's like, when Oprah, Winfrey, when Oprah Winfrey suggests you might be overextending yourself, it's time to really fucking examine your life. Like, And I've just never forgotten it. It's such a good quote. She
1: has in 30 Rock, there's lots of good Oprah. Like, yes. Oprah little moments. That's because, right. Yeah. Obviously that's quite important yeah. in her world. But yeah. fuck, she's clever.
0: She's so good. She's I just so love good. her so much. Yeah. So... Ugh. Anyway, um, shall we talk about Gateway songs?
1: Yes, ma'am.
0: What have you got?
1: I could only choose one. Okay. Uh, because I really don't like the songs <laughs> and it's um, I'd Rather Be Me. Yeah. Of course. The
0: Janice Sings. Well, it's it's interesting. a banger.
1: It's a banger, right? But, man, um, I don't know if it was someone who we were with. Or someone on Instagram. No, it was a person that you and I both follow on Instagram had gone to see the film, and particularly whinged about that song. Oh, was, was it? Was like in that great scene? You're in the auditorium, and then suddenly, like it's the it's that oh, awesome, it's the funny scene, scene where
0: they're all like confessing. Yeah, they're who's in bullied the assembly, them or whatever. Yeah.
1: And then suddenly, this character is just singing a random song, and I was like, "Oh, that's the only song I like." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because that, like Janice, and particularly from the original Broadway cast. Barrett Wilbur Wee. Yeah, Wilbur-Wee- ridiculous
0: voice. Ridiculous.
1: And, yeah. But it is also, like, now that you've heard us say there's a lot of unnecessary belting in this show.
0: Yeah, it's a big thing. It's
1: a big thing. It's probably the only time the belting is justified. Um, yeah, like justified. Warranted. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> but it's a great song.
0: I think World burn. It yep. kind of is. Yeah, that's one of Regina's um, songs. Yeah, that's one of Regina's songs. Like there's a couple of moments where it is but like very few. Very few. Um, So I've got I'd Rather Be Me. Yep. I also quite like the finale, I See Stars. Oh, it's, yeah. it's very kind of like typical like Broadway uh, finale. Yeah. But I, I think it's cute and I like listening to it. Yeah. Um, And I think it's a bit catchy. The other one that – and I don't know again if this is because – the movie version is just so much weaker. But I've been listening to Revenge Party a lot.
1: Oh, yeah. Which
0: is really fun. Um, mm. Yeah, and that's the other one that I've put as, as a gateway. Um, I'm going to link to both the original Broadway cast and the film soundtrack if you want to listen to either of them. You shouldn't. Um, but, yeah, look, Mean Girls, it was interesting. Uh, it's another one of these... Movie to musical to movie musicals. We've talked about a few of them. Well, it's
1: once again a self-help to movie to musical (laughs) to movie musical.
0: We haven't had many of those.
1: (laughs) It's it's not our first though, is it? Wasn't there another one? Movie to
0: musical to movie musical.
1: Self-help to musical. Oh no, (laughs) I'm trying to think. (laughs) It's such a cool category.
0: Does um does How to Succeed count? Yeah, that's what maybe that's what I'm thinking of. Yeah. But I mean, we've done quite a few of the movie to movie music to, to musical to movie musical, which yeah. is like Hairspray, The Producers, um, Tick 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 Tick. Yeah. Well, no, that wasn't a movie originally. No,
1: you're right. Sorry.
0: Um, Color Purple will Colour be purple. that now. Not that we've seen it yet, but that oh, will be that.
1: the one that I'm thinking of.
0: But yeah, there's been quite a few over yeah, the years. Yeah, they have. Yeah, so
1: Back to the Future will be. I'm sure they'll make when a they make film a movie of the of the musical. Yeah, that'll it's... be interesting. Do you think? No
0: yeah why would they because it's all about the effects on stage yeah that's right yeah. yeah interesting anyway yeah that was mean girls um we'll be back in a few weeks with a mixtape yes we will and then a few weeks after that with a bonus episode
1: and then it's bye-bye for a little while <laughs> i've got to go give birth yes <laughs> <laughs> that'll be happening yeah
0: yeah and then the whole like raising a child thing
1: yeah i'm anticipating that'll be the easier part yeah <laughs> Just let me live in my bubble with.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I'll <laughs> let you live there for a while.
1: All right. All right. Thanks, everyone. Bye. Bye.